Mint Gold Dust. But yeah, no, I'm uh, talking with uh, with Theo Goodman, who I guess has uh, been around for a minute. Yeah, yeah, you know, I have. An auctioneer. He's um, been teaching me a lot about stuff, or pointing a lot of things out to me, teaching me a lot. Um, I saw you uh, you did the Rare Pepe auction last night in Tribeca. Sure. Which was very cool, and it was uh, really uh, mind-opening for me to see that in, in person. You know, the Rare Pepe's hanging on the wall, and then uh, seeing the scarcity of them, and also seeing the, um, the amount of Rare Pepe's that were sitting in wallets that had only dormant for a while and things like that, you know. That was really interesting for me to see, to really connect all the dots and stuff like that. Um, but uh, but you had made a really interesting point a couple weeks ago uh, when we were talking, um, where you correlated rare pepes to the amen break. Yeah, um, definitely. And the amen break is uh, you know is an amazing. It's sort of the root of uh, of all uh, you know dance music. Um, it's the, pretty much yeah. yeah a lot of a lot of music. Not only dance music, also pop. A lot of pop music. Um, I would probably probably. I don't know what percentage of TV commercials have it, but a lot do. Yeah. Uh, radio spots, TV spots, um, pop. It uh, it's all wide range of music, so it's no longer just dance. Um, right. I guess, uh, yeah, actually, so, of course, in the 90s, um, I was definitely into dance music, so you know, I saw... I kind of like techno, but I was kind of thought, oh, it's kind of cheesy. But then I heard Jungle, and of course I already liked hip hop, but I heard Jungle. A friend of mine started DJing Jungle, and back then in US, in like 90, end of '95, that was still pretty weird mm -hmm. for US. Totally, yeah. That was really yeah. underground. There yeah. were Jungle rooms. It was called Jungle, not Drum Bass right. back then. I mean, right. it was. Yeah, that word existed, but yeah. it was called jungle, and uh, it was pretty wildly chaotic music uh, back then, and it was way different than what was played in the other groups. So you have to think of really like a small side room. Mm -hmm. But I really liked. That. Yeah, I was I was totally into that. Came totally jungle freak right. because of that, and um, Amen Break is all over. Yeah, let's run back to and the to the Amen Break though, just real quick yeah, for sure. clarification. What it is. And just where it comes from. Yeah, well, um, yeah. it's a song called Amen Brother, and um, I think it's six seconds or less, and it's just a break in the song where there's no vocals and no bass and no guitar, it's just a drum. Yeah. A break is a drum breakdown, mm -hmm. basically. and. Yeah, if you loop it, that's a real funky breakbeat, essentially. Mm -hmm. And so, I don't know the first song that used it as a sample, but, you know, it's in, I think probably one of the most prolific is N.W.A. Straight Outta Compton. That might have, I mean, there's probably some before that that used it, but that really had that, used it in that real aggressive way. Mm -hmm. That real aggressive breakbeat way that's just like in your face and it has, you know, has a lot of symbols in it and it's you know it's just like bam and that's like way different than like boom bap boom bap of like old school hip hop like with the drum machine style it's a kind of a different feeling mm -hmm. you know it's kind of metallic sound, sound yeah. sort of and yeah. um and uh, so i think that song 
might have kicked off Amen Breaks for a lot of people. Um, I don't know the first time I heard it either, or I will realize what it is. But um, probably when um, my parents bought a Gateway, was a Gateway 2000 computer in like 1995, which was like one of the first home computers you could get like delivered to your house. Yeah. That was like our first yeah. real home computer. Yeah. And I was already into making music, like experimental noise music and weird stuff. And I was into punk. And yeah, like I said, like I had some friends that DJ'd like house or, you know, different stuff a little bit. So, you know, there was definitely a lot of music around. And uh, I had a friend of mine, you know, got me into Aphex Twin. So there was a lot of weird music going on already. And um, yeah, they had, uh, but immediately I was fooling around with it. Cause we just like, I was, oh wow, I found wave files on there. That's cool. It's just like play all the wave files. <laughs> and like, then uh, let's uh, sound editor, Windows sound editor. And like I figured out, you can do a lot of stuff with that. Mm -hmm. You can cut and paste. Yeah. You can uh, change the pitch. I mean, you can, well, you can change the pitch, but it changes the length of the of the, of the file. Um, and they had another one like just like called Wave Editor, uh, mono only. But um, eventually, like I was in like AOL chat rooms, and you just like trade wave files. Mm. <laughs> and they had, and then it had some break beats. Yeah. And then we figured out, me and my friend, where I figured out like. I basically it's stretching, but I was like, okay, that sounds weird. Let's, let's, you can mix on, it wasn't a mixing program, but you could just copy file, like mix on top, something like that. Or like say input file, put on top. So you could put two files on top of each other, or maybe three. But I figured out, okay, well they need to be the same length. <laughs> so you just like reduce by 90%, reduce by 85% and kind of get it about the same length. And then it, it's not really beat matching, but kind of, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like how I, my introduction to break beats basically. Like right. Doing fun it like that. Right. And, but that's really cool when I look back because yeah, then you really see how it works. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I didn't have the money for a sampler right. or that back then that cost a lot of money. Yeah. Or you had to like have a studio. Yeah. You need to be shown how to yeah. work the sampler. Yeah. You had to be taken under somebody's wing. Yeah. Know, who had access to the stuff. Yeah. And, and if you were in, you know, areas of the country or the world that didn't have access to it, you know. Right. I mean, what's interesting to correlate that back to drum and bass is the access that Ronnie Size and people like that in, uh, what was that, Bristol, yeah. uh, had access to that. I believe, um, uh, I'll, I'll have to confirm this, but I believe it was an after-school program that had a whole bunch of samplers in, in the, uh, oh, in the room that, that allowed <laughs> yeah. them to, you know, to, to, to flourish, you yeah, know. Yeah. But, you know, if you didn't have access to it, you know, you're, you're, doing, right. you're, you're in there. And, you know, what you're talking about, you know, with, with trading the wave files and, and things like that in AOL chat rooms, yeah. you know, that I mean, that's just, you know, mirroring what's happening right now, you know, with NFTs and with how people are, are connecting. I mean, that's a root of people connecting online, you know. Yeah. Um, and this is, you know, the, you know, now it's, uh, you know, it's, it is what it is, you know, with NFTs yeah. and, yeah. you know, like and you guys are really yeah. trading just wave files, not that they made. Just right. like, oh, I have like right. a BC Boys move, or I have um, someone talking. Right. You can just random yeah. stuff. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. I remember those things would come up on uh, on Napster or Maxter as well. Yeah. You know, later in the uh, in the game of I guess that was about four or five years later after 95. Right. You know, so I think that really, so then the segue into kind of fast forward segue into how I was comparing it to Rare Pepe. Yeah. It's because, um, yeah. so before Rare Pepe, and so actually, 
uh, Telegram Messenger um, is really important to the whole Rare Pepe thing too because um, in Telegram Messenger there's sticker packs and then so that allows you to just like kind of like emojis but right. you, you know what a sticker is it's an image and you can make custom sticker packs and people there were already some Pepe sticker packs going around people use them a lot in crypto uh, and then people made um, crypto Pepe's with like crypto themes like it's it's uh, Pepe at the famous one is like well, for me famous one is Pepe at a desk mm -hmm. he's got a computer monitor and the price is dumping it shows a price chart and it's dumping and okay. it's like sad Pepe you know? okay, <laughs> yeah okay, yeah okay. yeah yeah and that was one because because if you're laughing now it automatically gets an emotional reaction and so like everyone's like, oh no, what's going on? The price is dumping, and like people would post like that, and like wouldn't be, and then there were, and there's another, and then they, then people added to that. They would be, they had that one, and then they had um, like pictures of vodka in the background. Like he got drunk because the price went down, and they had oh, like right. you know, what I mean? like, like oh, okay. and there was yeah. one with like yeah. red eyes from like smoking weed. He's like, uh, what do I do? Oh, you know, okay. and there's okay. like all kinds of different ones. There were also happy ones too. Right. You know, so. It, so that was already in the kind of telegram crypto culture and already getting remixed sort of yeah so when uh this guy mike like came in and we were just talking about uh like hey we should do like a spells of genesis takeoff which is a card game that already existed with tokens mm -hmm. uh and like call it like ship coin world or something and then like uh, mike just comes in and like says hey i made this pepe and token and that's like how it started but you can already see how that's really already remixing and taking the sample mm -hmm. of the pepe kind of yeah. and putting it in different contexts and cutting it up yeah and splitting it apart For so sure. i think yeah rare pepe yeah. is the amen break of yeah. Of modern art, I guess you could say modern art, but I think that's a good, yeah, good way to put it. Definitely, for sure. For sure. I mean, that sets the that sort of sets the structure, and now yeah. you see, you know, after their their Pepe's. I mean, that's what people, you know, build their, you know, I guess it's one must call it a business model now, you know, with their collectibles and collections yeah. and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, business you know, model. Yeah. It's funny because nobody, yeah. it, it didn't need a business model right. because it was just. It's just like music, right? It's a, it's, it's just made because I mean, artists make stuff because they just have to make stuff, right? Exactly, and that's why people were making the Pepe. It was they expression. Just had to make them, but you wanted to express it. Sure, yeah, yeah. Things were going down very much. Yeah, yes, yeah. So yeah, I think that um, it reminds me a lot of the Amen Break, yeah, and um, you know. What's crazy though is then um, how it came full circle where, you know, I can't, I'm sure it's probably happened that a really popular sample got used in that band that got sampled, was okay with it, even to the point where they said, hey, I want to collaborate with you because you did a cool thing with mm -hmm. my music. Yeah. But that's kind of what in a way happened. So Matt Fury did now a rare pepe that's part of the rare pepe directory because mm -hmm. there was a placeholder left for him to do the last one. Oh, cool. yeah so you have to open so joe looney i think is the guy that came up with that idea he's the one that made rare pepe wallet and he said why don't we just do leave a space for it? everyone thought oh that's a great idea so well 
you know, he had approached him like, hey, do you want to do it? Mm -hmm. And we had a, uh, during the um, filming of um, Feels Good Man, uh, which that's also funny because people don't re don't believe that my name is really Theo Goodman. Yeah. They think that I'm joking with them because it feels Goodman in in the rare book. My name really is Theo Goodman. So that even is weirder mimetic energy that just like happened by chance in the whole thing. It's so nice. like ironic nice. and weirdness going nice. on, you know, because because yeah. you know, like that's how Matt Fury, you know, he said in his comic feels Goodman when. The uh, like uh, friend is like peeing in the toilet. It's like it feels good, man. Get it? So and then it became like a thing. Feels good, man. Is like a, a like kind of like a character. Right, right. So it's right. just right. it's just kind of ironic in the yeah. whole grand scheme of things. Yeah. Anyway, what I wanted to say is that um, there's a movie called Feels Good, Man, and um, it actually won an Emmy. Oh, so it's a documentary about Pepe the oh. Frog. Okay. With Matt Fury. Oh. Telling kind of like more his perspective, but also some other perspectives. And it goes into like how Matt started, and it goes into Fortune, and it goes into like all the like right wing stuff. Mm -hmm. And it does a little, it does touch on the crypto stuff too. Um, I kind of wish they did the crypto stuff better, but they did it. Right. Uh, but they approached someone in the Repepe community, Marty, and he was, I remember when the guy filming it, approached him and Marty was like oh should I wait okay. no, no. And, Marty, and Marty said like hey guys um, there's this big documentary guy it's going to be a big thing on Real Pepe and I was like yeah okay Marty sure just like tell me when it's really happening because you know you talk a lot of big things sometimes you know because this is the guy that's, that uh, Vice uh, Motherboard did a article on, and the title of the article was, this guy just bought a yacht with all the money he made um, uh, trading Pepe Cash. Mm -hmm. So it's just like really a weird world when this is going on. And so anyway, through that article, I think the documentary guys contacted him. Mm -hmm. And eventually, after months of him like saying, yeah, this thing, it's like, oh, it's actually gonna happen. Okay, great, he, we want to have you and or, or someone from the like rare pepe scientists like do a video call we're gonna video it for the documentary and you're gonna like matt is gonna accept that you like hand over the empty spot you know mm -hmm. and uh we did it but matt was like i don't know that's kind of weird what the hell is that it's kind of weird it's kind of a weird situation like on this boat and like i think marty was like doing bong hits or something it was just kind of a weird like scenario it was just it was it was very crypto weird right which right. is cool but right. i can imagine someone that now i see it more through matt fury's perspective i already was like it's going to be weird but now i think it was really weird for him because he's already been through the ringer with like that they used by like all these other ways he doesn't want, like at all mm -hmm. and now he's like now these guys this is really weird uh but he still was not ultra negative Right. So, right. but it didn't happen. Then. So basically, we were like, "Hey, you should make NFT," and it was like sometime in 2018, late 2018, maybe or early 2019, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, "Hey, you should do one." They was kind of like, uh, "I don't know what the hell this is. It's weird." So, but anyway, long story short, uh, Jeloni got back in touch with him again. It was like, "Hey," because we saw Matt Fury was doing NFTs. Mm -hmm. 
in 2021 now, uh, or even 2020, but I think 2021. And uh, it has a DAO and like starting groups. I think like, hey, now you're into NFTs. You sold like one for a million bucks and all this stuff. That's great. What about doing? Yeah. One. He did. So, going back to the Amen break, imagine that, you know, after years of like, kind of like the band, you're a band and you get your thing is sampled like crazy and like it's sampled by like some skinhead groups and becomes popular in their scene and then it like, and you're like, no, and then it becomes like used like an awful pop music and you're like, ah, no, I didn't want that either. And then like, it like, and then you're like, so we were like, hey, we want you to come do this thing. You're like, no, I don't want to do your thing. Just like leave me alone. I just wanted it to be my idea that I had. I didn't want to open this can of worms, right? Or can of frogs. And like, and then uh, you're like, okay, okay, I'm gonna like do this album with you. I'm gonna put a song out on like the final album, and then it's over. That's cool. And then that, that's kind of like what happened. So you yeah. released a card yeah. in the directory. So yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of. I don't know another. So that's what's so spinning around in my head, like it's such a full circle of a completion of a weird creative thing. Right. And how animal like chaos right. that kind of like came back to order and made a full circle. Right. Uh, and people are still doing cafes. There's like new, there's the so-called fake rares that are happening now. People really want to still do variations and remixing and, yeah. and do it and that kind of, I, I get it. I think that's it's it's beautiful and it's I don't know. Like like you said, the the gallery yesterday in Tribeca. There's a you know pop up gallery by Scare City and it has um, fiscal representations of a lot of the rare pepes and um, yeah, it's just really crazy to see. No one yeah. thought nobody thought it would you know, be big or or anything. You're like just that. doing stuff. You're We're just, just doing. You're just stuff. doing shit. You know like that we like, normally do. It. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good that it's a success. It's not yeah, that yeah. people are against it for sure. It's just that you know, it's wasn't like a business plan or anything like right. that. Right, I'm just, just kind of like fooling around. Yeah, the best things you know could be unintentional. You yeah, know? sure. I mean, or just to be intentional yeah. in the sense of don't care. Right, and just keep doing stuff. Yeah, that's if you're too. Or unintentional, yeah, intentional in the like business way, maybe. Right, yeah, right, like, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, sure, right. right. Definitely. I mean, there's an intention, you know. I mean, you're going back to the to the act of expression. There's always sure. there's an intention in yeah, that, yeah, you know, yeah. with whatever you make, whether you, you know, even if you're taking a note in a meeting and you're angry about it and you, your uh, your pen digs deeper into the paper, sure. you know what I mean? There's an expression in every sort of action that you do, perhaps, you know. Yeah. That's getting into something, you know, yeah, different and, and off topic. But I mean, yo, I mean, I think like that was great. I'm really happy that uh, that you could share that with me. Um, when yeah. you said that to me before, you know, yeah. or when you, you brought this point up, you know, weeks ago, I was like, oh, I think the Amen awesome. break. So yeah, I like to say yeah. that Pierre Pepe is the Amen break of modern art, and I think that's a really good yeah. way to kind of explain to people that understand music mm -hmm. how maybe NFTs or just, you know, what's going on with some of the NFTs. Because a lot of them are like little remixes. You, know, mm -hmm. you have the whole um, profile picture NFTs. Those are just like, oh, different traits. Mm -hmm. Just like, oh, it's a beat with extra bass. Right. This is a beat with a snare really loud. Mm -hmm. This is a beat with no cymbals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a beat with reversed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of, it's not yeah. that much different right. than right. that. Right. Right. So, yeah. hey, if you're listening, that's the idea. Release 
um, like a bunch of loops and like NFTM, they're all like slightly different, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yo, thank you, man. I'm sure. really, I really appreciate it. You know, it's awesome. And I know we'll be talking again on this sure. podcast format, you know, as yeah. we're both part of the yeah, podcast. And, uh, and that's what it is. Thank all you, right, man. Thanks.